Previously, Issy and Roxy overheard a disturbing conversation between Sandra and Linda. Ray helped Drew decipher more of Josiah's journal. An unknown admirer has been leaving weekly gifts of cookies for Mildred the librarian, and the sheriff received a package that contained deadly consequences. Now, Secrets of Heritage House, created by John Adams and Scott Young, continues. All kinds of lies are told in relationships. Sometimes little white lies like, nice haircut, or no, you don't look fat in those jeans. Or a bigger lie like saying you love someone when in fact you don't. Sometimes the lie is a sin of omission, of not telling someone you love about a secret in order to protect them. The trouble is, not telling them what they need to know can be more about protecting yourself than about them. I committed the worst lie possible. Before I could warn Drew of the evil that was coming, he quit his job, left Ray and me, and returned to Harridge, Nevada to claim his inheritance. That was how the betrayal started. Not in big lies, but in small secrets. My name is Liz Hoffman, and I've been keeping secrets all my life. Anyone want that last piece of pizza? No. No. Okay. I'll clean up while you two talk. How did your grandmother get involved with my grandfather? I don't know. It's not like it was dinner conversation, you know? But I do remember grandmother was his assistant. She didn't talk about Josiah at all, or what they were doing? Grandmother mentioned he spent a lot of time in his laboratory because the house was pretty crowded with all the people living there. What people? You mean the servants? Aunt Sandra said there used to be a lot of them, and I never quite understood why so many. Let me back up a bit. Josiah Harridge had three sons who married three sisters, Sandra, Amelia, and Olivia. Aunt Sandra mentioned that. So four families were living at Harridge at one time. Five. My family also lived there. How did your family come to live at Harridge? My dad was friends with the second son, Jonas. Joe, they called him. He married your mother, Amelia. Red and Joe were... Wait, Red? My dad. He had red hair, so naturally everyone... Called him Red, of course. Anyway, Joe and my dad were in the Air Force and met while stationed at Edwards Air Force Base in California. Amelia and my mother, Laura, became friends. Later, both families were transferred to Nevada. Because there wasn't any married housing available and Joe's family home was so big, he invited my mom and dad to come live with them. I was born there. You lived at Heritage House? For a while. I don't remember much about it, except there were a lot of rooms. Surely you remember the playroom. It's magnificent, or at least it was at one time. Too well, unfortunately. It was the scene of some of my greatest torments. I don't understand. My mother died shortly after I was born from complications in childbirth. I'm a twin, actually, just like you and Kate. Only my twin was stillborn. I'm very sorry, Liz. I've only known Kate for a short while, but once I met her, I found the part of me that was missing. I can only imagine how knowing from the start that you had a twin, but lost him. Her. Her. Must have hurt. Thanks. It did. I was never allowed to forget it. To make matters worse, my father blamed me for my mother's death. That's cruel. That's not the half of it. 
My brother was four years older, the spitting image of red, and my grandmother's favorite. By the time I was three, Franklin began to show his true colors. He was the type of boy who pulled the wings off flies and set fire to cats just to see what would happen. And then he would be sweet and kind for a while before decapitating my dolls and torturing my puppy. This went on for years. I ran away the first chance I got. Living on the street was better than living in that house. When I turned 18, I legally changed my name to Kincaid and kept moving so he couldn't find me. And then I got the call. The call? From Sandra Harridge. What? You heard correctly. Your dear Aunt Sandra hired me to keep you away from Harridge House. She also enlisted Ray in this quest. Are you saying Ray has been involved in this conspiracy from the beginning? Has he been lying to me since we met? Oh my god, is that why we met? No, Drew, please, calm down. We, the three of us, we were in love before Sandra. Before I knew you were a Harridge. Before Ray knew my real name was Annalise Strombrier. That all came later. And yet you chose to keep this secret from us. How long did Ray know before I found out? I didn't tell him everything. Not at first. Not until Sandra called. How long? A year, maybe. This just gets better and better. For all I know, you're lying now. So it wasn't until Helen Riley found us and sent us to Harridge to claim our birthright that you thought about telling the truth. Yes. I imagine that Sandra found people to keep Issy and Kate away from Harridge, too. Let's get on with it. Where's your brother now? At this very moment? I have no idea. Franklin moves around a lot, changes his name more often than his underwear. He's a full-fledged, card-carrying sociopath and a master con man. Is that a diagnosis or just your opinion? He doesn't care who he hurts as long as he gets what he wants. He's more than sadistic. He's evil, Drew. Pure evil, and you need to stay far, far away from him. You should never have come back to Harridge because he will find you. He'll find all of you. Dishes are done. How about a glass of Merlot? None for me, thanks. Me either. I just thought it's the first time we've been together in months. This isn't a celebration, Ray. Fine. All the more for me. I've got more work to do in the bedroom. Are the two of you okay? I honestly don't know. I don't know if we can survive losing you. Drew, I'm so sorry that we... that I lied to you. Please don't blame Ray. He needs you more than he needs me. I doubt that. Look, I've got to get back to Harridge House. Thank you. For finally coming clean? For the pizza. You know, Liz... The worst thing about finding out I was lied to isn't the lie itself. It's knowing I wasn't ever worth the truth. Hello? Anyone here? Oh, 
Hello, Mr. Stoneman. Uh, Harridge. Drew, uh, did we have an appointment? No, I was in town, and I thought I'd stop by and see if that detailed accounting was ready yet. It is. Is Issy with you? I'd like to review it with both of you together. Issy has yet to get her blood drawn. As soon as she does, we'll make that appointment with you. I can come up to the house if that's more convenient. I think we'd be more comfortable meeting here. Uh, Concerned about walls having ears? No, of course not. We have no secrets at Heritage House. Linda, I think we're almost done. When you finish inventorying that box of garlands, move it over by the door with the rest of the decorations. Mr. Drew will take everything downstairs after dinner. We can put them up tomorrow. Did you find any ribbons for the wreaths? These are pretty tattered. I wish Miss Sandra would let us buy some new ones. Put it on the list. I'll find a way to squeeze a few yards out of the grocery money. Why are you rubbing your arm? Did you pull a muscle? No, I must have scratched it on something. Probably a staple. It itches a bit is all. (laughs) That means it's healing. Now, if it were your left palm that itched, you'd be getting some money. A right palm means money paid out. (laughs) Who told you that? My granny. Didn't your granny ever tell you stuff like that? I don't think I had a granny. Of course you did. You can't have got on this earth without one, even if you didn't have the pleasure of knowing her. Don't you have family pictures at gatherings and holidays like Christmas to remember her by? I don't remember any. Oh, look, here are those crystal icicles you were looking for earlier. Perfect. Count them and write that number down. Depending on how many there are, we'll either use them for the big tree in the foyer or the smaller tree in the library. I vote for the library. They would sparkle so nice in the firelight. Roxy? Yes? I sure am glad Miss Issy and Mr. Drew are going to be here for Christmas. It will be almost like old times before Miss Amelia died. Hmm. And before we lost Miss Olivia and her little ones. Huh. Yes, those were happier times. If only Miss Kate would come home. She will, Linda. She's got to. She and her girls. Oh, time to put the pearl onions in the bourguignon. I think we'll eat in the formal dining room tonight. Do you mind going through this last box, then help me set the table? Sure, Roxy. I'll be right down. Donna, how is he? He's in surgery. I called Lucy in early to cover the rest of my shift. What happened? Miss Sandra and I were talking in the reception area when we heard a gunshot from the sheriff's office. We opened the door together and saw him on the floor face up. No one else was in the room. Then who? No one went past us. Ben, I think he shot himself. His firearm was still holstered when I arrived. I know. He used the gun you requested. Come again? We got a package from the Phoenix Crime Lab this morning, transferring a Walther P-38. But there was no chain of custody, so the sheriff called and found out that it was a gun used in a suicide. Victim was Helen Riley. PCL said you requested the transfer. Where's the gun now? I bagged it and put it in the evidence locker. I locked the door to the sheriff's office before I left and canceled the cleaning service for tonight. Good thinking. 
Get the crime lab in from Tonopah to assist tomorrow. What about Miss Sandra? She was in shock. The paramedics brought her in to be checked over. They're going to release her in about 30 minutes. I left a message on Drew Harridge's phone to come and collect her. Are you okay to drive home? I'm staying. Donna? I've worked for the sheriff's office for 27 years, ever since Vince died. You're the only family I have. I'm not leaving. All right. Kyle's got the late shift. I'm going to bring him up to speed and check in with Lucy. Call me as soon as you know something. I will, Ben. Mildred! Mildred! Shh. I'm right here. Keep your bridges on. What do you want? Where's Kate? I need to talk to her. Now! There's no one here but us. She's in the stacks as usual. Kate, you need to get out of here now. Why? What happened? The sheriff's been shot. With the same gun that killed Helen Riley. Oh my god! Deputies will be searching all the businesses and residences. You need to get out of here now while no one's looking. But what about all my research? Everything I've found out about the Harridges in this town? I can't just abandon it. Then take it with you. There's a car guest up behind the liquor store. Here are the keys and some cash. Don't use your credit cards. I made a reservation for you at the best comfort inn in Tonopah under the name of Hicks. I'll be in touch. Ben, you don't have to do all this for me. I- I'll turn myself in right now. There's no need to do that. You haven't been served with a warrant, so you're not a fugitive. Just pack your things and leave until I can figure out what's going on. Want a cookie? No. See you later. So, little Miss Kate has been looking into Harridge and its first family. Well, well, we'll just have to see what Sandra has to say about that. Knowing her, she'll want to keep the past a secret at any cost. If anyone gets to leave this town, it should be me. And with lots of Harridge money to keep me comfortable (laughs) in my retirement. Now, where did I put that duct tape? Roxy, dinner was amazing. I'll second that. Best beef bourguignon I've ever had. Probably the only beef bourguignon you've ever had. Hey, I've led a cosmopolitan life. Oh, sure. In Kansas City, Missouri, no less. Better than Bar Harbor, Maine. Thank you. But it's really just beef stew slow-cooked with wine. I checked your keto list, Miss Izzy, and all the ingredients fit. All I had to do was leave the mashed potatoes off your plate. Well, however you prepared it, it truly was wonderful. Did you save some for Aunt Sandra? The prescription the doctor left said take with food, so Linda brought her a tray. Poor dear, what a horrible thing to have witnessed. How is Sheriff Wingard doing? Does anyone know? I heard the sirens when I was in town and thought maybe it was a car accident. But when I went by the library to drop off my books, Ben Lawson was just leaving. He told me the sheriff had been shot and was taken to the hospital. Then I got a call from Donna asking me to pick Sandra up after the doctors cleared her. Seems she went into shock after witnessing it all. Incredible. 
I mean, you'd expect something like that in Kansas City or Bangor, but not in Harridge. Violence can happen anywhere, even in a sleepy desert town in the middle of nowhere. I have a pot of coffee ready, if you're interested. Could we have it in the library? Issy and I have some personal matters to discuss. Of course. I'll bring it right in, and then I'm going to bed. Busy day tomorrow decorating. You will bring those boxes down, won't you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, before I forget to tell you, I had my blood drawn today. Good for you. I'll make an appointment with LB. Whoa, Roxy. Just half a cup, please. Of course. If there's nothing else, have a pleasant evening, everyone. <sighs> I'm beat. Can this wait until morning? No, I need to tell you this before Aunt Sandra is up and about. Okay, what happened with Ray? And Liz. Liz is here too? Drew, what is going on? Liz and her brother were born in this house. They grew up here and knew our parents. What? Not only that, Aunt Sandra paid Liz and Ray to keep me away from Harridge. Liz says there's a good chance she was paying someone in yours and Kate's life to do the same thing. I can believe Sandra would do something like that, but why? I don't know. Liz just keeps saying some nonsense about the evil that is coming, and then said I should stay as far away from Franklin as possible. Her brother's name is Franklin? Yes. Franklin Strombriar? Yes. Why? Oh. <sighs> How clumsy of me. Oh, did you burn yourself? Let me see. I'm fine. I need to go get a rag to wipe up the coffee before it stains the rug. No, no, no. It can't be. Franklin, that sicko bastard! We banished him! Issy and I banished him! Well, Thea, we're here. What do you think of the view? Worth it? Oh, wow. This is magnificent. You can even hear the waves on Jordan Pond. Okay, what do we have to do? I've got one of Franklin's shirts and hair from his brush. Oh, I also have matches. Here, hold this. It's what we have to say together as his shirt burns. Are you sure about this? I have it on the best authority. Easy. Franklin! Where are you? Can't hide from me. It was his car I saw in the parking lot. We have to hurry. Luckily, the wind's died down a little. I wouldn't want to start a forest fire. Okay, Thea. Let's do it. Protector, Protector of, of the, the universe, universe hear, hear my, my plea. plea. Keep this person away from me. When he is near, he will feel pure pain. The closer he is, the stronger that pain. So mote it be. Are you okay, Issy? More than okay, Thea. Here's my phone. Take a picture of me in this beautiful place, forever free from Franklin. Sure. Careful where you step. Okay, strike a pose. Vogue. 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 Issy, watch out. You're way too Vogue. close! Vogue.
get a grip. If that Wiccan prayer didn't do it, I have more powerful spells available to me now. Do you want more coffee? No, I think I've had enough for today. Now, what are we going to do about Sandra? Here they come, trampling our yard. Next, they'll be dropping cookie crumbs that will draw ants. It's a good thing I put poison out. Is this a dream? Bad enough, I have to deal with these people in real life. I have to dream about them too? Be gracious, Sandra. After all, we are the standard bearers for what passes as society in this hamlet. It is our duty to host this annual ladies' tea party. Oh, God. What is Donna doing here? I would never have invited her. Hello, Sandra. Miss Sandra to you, if you don't mind. (laughs) Oh, oh, but I do. I mind more every year that you're the same self-centered, bitter woman you've always been. Sandra, would you like more tea? I haven't had any yet, so I can't very well have more. Oh, yes, you can. You can always have more of nothing. How rude. Yes, this must be a dream. Bunch of ungrateful sycophants. Did someone call me? Who invited you, Mr. Rabbit? I know I'm late, but it's always tea time at Harry's house. I just can't get enough of these strawberry cookies. I thought you were allergic to strawberries. Really, Sandra? There are no allergies in dreams. Now then, are there any more cookies? We can't promise cookies of an unknown nature, but there will be cake for sure. And tea. These teacups are rather common looking. Don't you agree, Sandra? Explain yourself, Isadora. I can't explain myself, I'm afraid, because I'm not myself, you see. More tea, Sandra? I can't breathe. She can't breathe. (laughs) Of course she can't breathe. She's been poisoned. Go away. Cookies. Cake. Josiah. You're the cause of the dreams. You always were astute, Sandra. I don't know what you're up to, but stay out of my dreams. <laughs> the sheriff now. Don't be ridiculous. You'll be back on the job before ski season is over. No. It's your turn. So many things to know about Heritage. I've lived here most of my life. I think I know this town pretty well. Only what you see. It's what you don't see that will get you in trouble. What do you mean? Watch out for 
Josiah Harridge. He's got a long reach. And the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that we are in control. I'm Elizabeth Strombreyer Kincaid Hoffman. Please don't reveal the secrets of Heritage House. Tonight's episode was written by Dee Beardsley, directed by Scott Young, and produced by Jeff Bossa, Joe Bly, and Heidi Hampton. Sound editing and sound engineering provided by Joe Bly. Original music was provided by Mike and Linda Bottinger. The cast included Carrie Hampton as Issy and Thea, Annalise Sanders as the real Issy, Asher Killian as Drew, Cece Dietline as Kate, Heidi Hampton as Sandra, Rachel Anderson as Linda, Anita Kelly as Roxy, Nicole Shader as Liz, Caleb Mertz Vega as Ray, Mark Helton as LB Brandon Jr., Michonne Chandler as Olivia, Chris Travieso as Franklin, Jeff Moore as Deputy Ben, Ben Johnson as Sheriff Wingard, Cody Lindenberger as Richard, Justin Clauser as Josiah, and Melanie Johnson as Donna. Mildred the Librarian was played by Catherine Hampton. This program is produced by Proscenium Players Incorporated and KNVC 95.1 FM and is funded by donations from our listeners. For more information, please visit our websites.